Welcome, go to Globus Theater. Schlocktober, just jam-packed, full of content. It's so much shit. Too much content. It's, you don't even deserve this amount of we content. We are exhausting. The amount of drinking. My kidneys have been working overtime for this fucking show yeah. this week. I know. Jeff, <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Before we get into it, though, I, I have to make a confession, not only to you, but to our listeners. Oh, you're you're an alcoholic like me? Uh, I don't have to confess to that. I think we all know that. Okay. I want to confess that uh, for how long have we been doing this? Two and a half years? Almost almost three years. Like, yeah, almost three. I've been masturbating for every episode. <laughs> I can't believe you never caught on. You must have a third arm because... I've never just, noticed. I'm just saying. Well, not every episode. The one we had Taffy on, because I'm not a creep, so I'm not going to masturbate we when were, we have we a were, woman on our show. Let's point out we were on video for most of that episode yeah. as well. And so I get well, that. Well, didn't help. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I just want to let that out there. I'm not going to stop, by the way. I just want everyone <laughs> to know that's what I'm doing. Everyone's got their own re- way to relax, you know? It's true. I, mean, I don't – Griff drinks himself into a stupor. Yes. I masturbate. All right. That's why sometimes Murray, it's natural. That's why sometimes Murray gets lost in his words and everything because he's more focused on his genitalia. Apparently, I. <laughs> someone's listening to this for three years from now. They're like, "What the fuck is, is he? Is he really?" They're not even gonna get the joke, but yeah, very topical. <laughs> I think everybody gets that. Joke. Well, now they do. I'm just saying, three years from now, someone's listening. I mean, to it's this. impossible for me to notice because anyone gonna remember who Jeffrey Tubin is in three years? I don't even get this reference. You don't. You ever, where have you been? What is this? You hear about the guy who got caught jerking off on a Zoom uh, meeting? No. There was a guy from the like, New York Times or the New Yorker, and they were doing like a meeting, and I think he didn't – like they were taking a break. And he – God, this is like the worst. You have to explain your joke. He started jerking off. Murray, this isn't a joke. This is reality. This was on the news. This was? No, the joke was my joke. I'm explaining now, so it's making it even lamer. Oh, he started pulled his dick. I started jerking off because he didn't realize that he was still on the Zoom call, and oh people were God. like, "Jeff, you're like." I don't think even everyone said it. They were just they just let him do it, and now he's, you know, I mean, I think the the, the embarrassment of having that happen to you think to me is punishment enough. I don't think he should lose his job. Yeah, because you're gonna be known for the rest of your life, and you're never gonna have any like anytime you dunk on like because he's like a, a he's like a liberal dude. Okay, so anytime you dunk on a fucking conservative, all they gotta do is bring that up. And hey you're man, just, you're just like saw your penis on Zoom the other day. Right. Oh my, with everyone else. Yeah. Oh wow. But still, what are you, what are you doing, dude? I, mean, I don't know. I gotta believe. I don't know. We know they haven't released like the, all the like his version of it yet. Because he's obviously he's so fucking embarrassed by this. Yeah. I gotta believe he had some kind of like like a chick on another Zoom call. No. No. Why are you going to whip your dick out for no reason? Dude, I think these people, they're just living in a whole new world. Like, this guy probably... Listen to me. Are you blaming COVID on this? No, I'm not blaming anybody. What's the whole new world? Excuse me. Yes, of course, COVID caused this whole new world. But this guy was probably immediately dropped in school, had to go run his course. He was probably like, I got to get married by 20, in a house by 25, you know, working for an establishment by 27, on my way to being like an upper echelon by 35. He's probably just running the course. And so now that everything's off course, he's like, fuck, this world is weird. I'm going to whip my dick out. <laughs> no, I don't believe that at all. Yeah, fuck you. No. 
You've always you know been li- you've you know always what? been living off the that, rails. That, so you're whipping your dick out every you're, day. You're right about that. I'm yes. living off the rails. So I'm living on the other side of the track. This is this Tubi's guy's first chance to whip it out. <laughs> He's probably been going through meetings his whole life. Like I want to whip my dick out right now. This, this was his reminds, first chance. I, you bring up a good point. Of Louis C.K. I can't C. believe I'm saying you bring up a good point. No, <laughs> my my friend who. Uh, <laughs> Worked at an adult bookstore when those are still a thing. I guess are those still exist anymore. Who the fuck goes to a porno shop anymore? Welcome to Tippy Tap Seventeen, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And like, so this was like ninety eight, ninety nine. So like, uh, you know, DVDs were fucking new. Like it was like dial up. You'd spend two hours to download a fucking Playboy Dude, centerfold. What was the first DVD you saw? Like held in your hands, friends, yours. Um, my mom got me. I think. Uh, X-Men or something like that. That seems appropriate. I know mine was Austin Powers, Uh and I was reading through the extras. There's like, they never had extras on VHS. No, it was great. Never, ever watched an extra in my life. No. Uh, If if there's a movie I'm really interested in, like like I'll... Or like somebody... Like John Carpenter gives good director's commentary. I'll listen to that and shit. But uh, getting back to my story. Titty booth. Well, there was that. They did have those. They had those uh, booths. Yeah. And uh, people, as we're getting back to what you were saying, like people thought because you're in a porno place that there are no societal rules. Like it all ends at that doorway. Like you can do whatever you want. It's like, no, we're still in the real world. Yeah. And you'd have people like, I mean, they understood that people were going to be jerking off in those things. But dudes trying to hook up with other dudes and shit like like my buddy would have to like bust heads, like go get the fuck out of here. I get it. Bust heads. No, he like, no, he would kiss. Oh, you mean that. noggins? Yeah, yeah. You don't mean <laughs> knobs. No, they'd be doing that. Yes, and he'd be like, "Get the fuck out!" And they'd be like, "We're just watching a movie together. Get the fuck out of here." That's kind. I got, of- I got a million. When we do a Golden Globus After Dark episode, I'll whip out some of the stories <laughs> my buddy went Another through. Another Merman production in the works. Is well, we uh, need to do that one. Uh, Playboy special that uh, Joe from uh, Raleigh sent us. That, oh, that shit. Chuck Mangione on it and all that shit. Oh, man. So I we'll remember. do that. Again, uh, we... Had... <laughs> Everyone's like, I just tuned in to see a Baywatch, and they're talking about... The see a Baywatch? Jerking off. First of all, how many... Let's go ahead and raise our hand, class. Have you seen a Baywatch night? Because fuck, <laughs> this show is amazing. Like this yeah. is next. And most of them shit. are available on YouTube. So. Oh, they're all available. Oh, good. Hundred percent available on YouTube. Full like we're not paying to watch three sixty yeah. interlaced uh, quality. But you get the gist. <clears throat> no one needs to see Hoff in HD. Or Jeffy Tubing gets the gist. <laughs> <laughs> God, I just got that. Oh, okay. All right. The old Tubi Jizz joke. That's from now on. That's going to be known as Tubin when you're jerking that's off on a Zoom I like meeting. it. I like it. Hey, I'm loving this meeting. I'm Tubin. I like it. Oh, Murray, Murray, Murray. Okay, so the first season of Baywatch Nights, there's two seasons, like 29 episodes per season because that's just how TV worked back in the day. Yeah, they said people this, earn their money. This prom, like we we could go to a TV executive back in the day, and we could say we got this idea for show, and they'd be like, "Here's 94 episodes for season one. After that, we'll feel it out <laughs> and give you sure. season two. So season one is not extraterrestrial. It's straight no, well, like private detective. Yeah, shit. it's a private detective show on the beach, and the the ratings were not hot, so hot. Yeah, so they're like, we got to retool this shit. Yeah. 
And Hoff, the brilliant genius, he's, he's like an executive producer on this show. Yes, he is. He's absolutely. He's like, well, what's hot right now? Because this is the 90s. And he's like, uh, X-Files, that's mm-hmm. really hot, man. Mm-hmm. People love it, fucking Mulder and Scully, man. So they get their, I mean, he's obviously going to be Mulder, and they All need right. to get themselves a Scully. Right. No new, no a very attractive redheads out there. So they get, uh, you know, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Sadly, mm-hmm. I don't know her name. Ryan. Ryan I just know her. Uh, yeah, I know Ryan in the show, but I don't yeah. know her actual name. Yeah. Nobody needs to. <sighs> and so there you have it. Baywatch Night's second season is born. I don't ever want to touch the first season. I don't either. But we've tried. We've looked at it because I think we there was an actor we wanted to cover in the first season. Ginty, I think, was in yeah, the first he was, season, too. He was in the first season. Yeah, our last episode was a Ginty on, too. He was in, two, you're right, he yeah. was in two episodes. So we looked at the first season episode to see if it was worth. It is not worthwhile. Not at all. Those jowls, no. you need to have a lot of content around those jowls. The soft and the blow. Well, there's something supernatural about those jowls. They're yeah. Really terrifying. Maybe so. that's what inspired uh, Hef to do the Supernatural series. <laughs> he saw those jowls. He's like, God, it's like... Oh, somebody reaching into my brain from outside of the moon. <coughs> I'm dying here, Murray. I'm dying. I know. You've, yeah. Thanks. All right. Thanks for giving it to me. So we've covered it. All right. Baywatch Night Season 2. Extraterrestrial. It's X-Files meets Baywatch. So they're all, all right. right out there on there's the beach. There's fucking demons. There's aliens. There's Bigfoot, I'm sure. I'm sure the Loch Ness Monster pops up. And lots of butts. I didn't know as many butts in this episode. No, I didn't either. I was trying to build up the beach. Spot. I was hoping that they would, yeah, wear their, their swimsuits while they were solving crimes. But no, <laughs> they don't do that. They really well, don't. one person did, but we'll get into that. Ryan also does not wear like full crop shirts. She's always wearing the half crops. Did she? I didn't. Even yeah, mid. She's got a she's got a great ab system working well, out there. Fuck, man, it's hard to get a six pack. So. And especially when she's sitting at a desk all day. Well, she is the computer genius of this show. She is. Because Mitch is just hitting the streets. That's the part that bummed me out. I, I put that in the notes specifically because uh, obviously I work in tech, and it's just like, she's like, all right, have those guys. She wanted information from, like, cops. She's like, send them over a full core dump straight onto my core. <laughs> I, I didn't know nothing what? about that, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I thought yeah. to myself, Chris going to have an issue with it. I, well, you, lie. exactly. You heard it, and you're like, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. And I have to help Murray not take screenshots <laughs> with his phone. I'm like, Murray. Yeah. Send me not a screenshot off your phone. It's easier that way. I know it is, but we could teach you. Anyways, let's get into this episode. And it starts with beautiful Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Mitch Buchanan. Hugh Hefner. We were just talking about keeping your body in shape, beautiful Thank bodies. You. And to keep his beautiful body, he needs to jog. Beautiful jeans. Why do you jog in jeans, by the way? Was he wearing jeans? I he thought he, wearing... had a, he had a guest sweatshirt Yes, I was going to say, he's got jeans and a guest sweats- swish. Swish. sweatshirt. Yeah. And he's jogging along, and he's, uh, you know what? He's at a good pace, so he stops for a minute. He checks his pulse, checks his watch. He's got the Fitbit. He's like looking at This is 96. This is 96. He invented it. Yeah. As far as I know, Hugh. God damn it. Hef, I don't know why. You call Hef. Mitch. How about that? Mitch, thank you. So Mitch, yeah, he checks his watch. He's, he's licking his finger, checking the breeze to figure out which way he should run next. He goes with the breeze. It's a little easier on the right. knees. Yeah. So you know about voice. knees. Yeah. Uh, and then he just... he, he Corner he, of his eye. He senses something, then he notices it, yeah, out of his periphery, and he's like, what the fuck? It just looks like a little girl on a 10-foot bridge about to jump into the water, Darby Allen style. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you could just say Johnny Knoxville style, whatever. Johnny, Something sorry. an idiot would do. Sorry. 
So yeah, there's a girl in a schoolgirl outfit, uh, and she's got a teddy bear. It's very hitting you over the head that she, even though she's like 15 in real life, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. want you to think she's five. Yeah. And she, I guess, because this this the story was too intense for a five year old. We have to have someone who's close to an adult to play this role for sure. So remember, people. Yes, on this show, he is a private investigator, but his day job. He saves lives. He's a lifeguard. I like that he wears guest clothes, and he's trying to guess what's happening in situations. That's a a stretch for that joke, but I'll I'll give it to you. (laughs) Thank you. And You acknowledge it, at least. So he... He, she goes, wait, wait. And everyone else just totally doesn't care at all. Yeah, no. It's a busy see, fucking scene. I, no, I think this is real as shit. I think 100% real. Like, people do not react to most yeah. situations. Well, people now, they would be filming it. They wouldn't help anybody, oh, no. but they'd be filming you it are, with their camera. You're even more dead on there. That is exactly. Because remember, when you're looking at something through your phone, you're not in reality. What yeah. you're looking at isn't real. Yeah. So you don't have to be, you don't have to. Save anyone, help anyone. Exactly. You, when when you go to court, and they're like, "Why out. didn't you yeah. help?" See, the whole Seinfeld finale wouldn't work in this situation because they say, "Oh, we had our phones out, Your Honor." You know, augmented AR, augmented reality. We thought we were seeing things on our phone. We didn't realize it was an a, app, a real human suicide app. Exactly. That, that sounds Su- like a great like the Donnie Darko PG thirteen horror movie where. We see everything, hey, everyone being killed on there. Quiet. Merman <laughs> Productions has this copywritten already by the time you're hearing this. Uh, and so I think, yeah. she leaps into the into the water. Does a perfect dive, by the way. And he does an even better one. He does a triple gainer. Oh, Jesus. Rip. With all the clothes on, I didn't think he'd be able to execute I was shocked this. he kept his shirt on. Knowing how I would like, just rip it off, show the fucking great chest hair. Dude, I didn't expect his calves to be so strong. The lift he got off that bridge. And he saves her because... Once again, people, he, his, his true love is lifeguarding. Yeah. And he does it, and he gives her mouth to mouth. She, he resuscitates her. Resuscitates. Now and, who's struggling on words? <laughs> and he's like, he's, the first thing you ask somebody is like, why, do you want, why did you want to jump? And she's just like, in this in a monotone, yeah. to die. I, just, I want to die. I, I need death. He told me to. Wh- and then, what? Mitch what? just looks off in that hassle halfway. Yes. His, his serious face, his serial face, where he scrunches his fucking like, brow, oh, yeah. stares off into space, and then we go to that beautiful opening. It's it, like I like to take screenshots of the shows we do and post them here and there, and it's always the same shot. Every facial is the same on Hef. Just oh. <laughs> say Mitch. Fuck, Mitch. And uh, yeah, so after he looks off into the distance, the camera follows his uh, his glare into the distance, and we come back to we're at the hospital, right? And he's just like, "Hey, I want to talk to the parents of this woman. They're not coming. They're they, they're just in a cab for." Her. This is how American hospitals work, by the way. Yeah, he's like, "Are you going to pay for it?" Yeah, and he's like, "I don't know nothing about that." Oh, I don't know this girl. We're not affiliated. And he's just like, I, I need to talk to this girl about the suicide. This is serious fucking business. So he decides, he's like, no, no, no. I'm taking her. Yeah, because the parents actually sent cab fare. Right. They weren't willing to come. They weren't willing to pay for the bill, but they sent cab fare. Well, it's more than my That's interesting. would do for me. And so and he and he brings, I guess his in is he's got the hospital release. He's like, okay, I'll just have them sign this. So. Why? Yeah. I'll explain why I'm here. Oh yeah, the hospital 
uh, wait, I forget what the. She's like, you want them? Take her. I don't care. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, these uh, official papers that shouldn't be seen by you. I love how their whole write-off is. He's like, this seems pretty fucking weird. And she's like, you haven't seen the half of it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. She's like, I'm evoking the fifth. You haven't seen the half of it. That is of This is Biden's healthcare plan. That's what she said and just walked away. No, No, you didn't. So they're like, yeah, just take the girl. We don't give a shit. What are you going to do to her? Are you going to take in her? Is that one guy going to be like, after you? I do you? have a set of skills. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But as soon as they, as soon as little Jenny, as we learned her name is, yes. as soon as she hits Jenny that. from the block. Yep. Jenny from the block. As soon as she hits that third stair, there's Mitch staring her in the eye with that fucking Hoff eyeball. He's just staring her down. He's like, we need to talk about suicide. And she's in that sweet, sweet monotone. Why? <laughs> There's nothing you can do, Mr. Buchanan. I have to die. I have to die. He's like, you know what you need? You need a McGriddle. Let's go to McDonald's. Let's get you a McGriddle, girl. And then, that's, that's what all kids need, Murray. A Pancake sandwich. Never had one. You've never had a McGriddle? I never liked McDonald's breakfast food. It pissed me off that you'd have to wait till after 10 to get a burger. Dude. It, that, yeah, that's a good point. And now trying to go, you can't. You can't just easily go get a McGriddle now. You can't do it. God damn you, COVID! Like I can't get my McGriddle. I used to sometimes when I was running late for work, I'd make it even later, and I would stop and get a McGriddle. Uh, yeah, I've I've driven by McDonald's now, and the line all fast food places line yeah, is well, just it's because the inside's closed. Yeah, right? yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah, it's but, bullshit. No. Fuck you, COVID. So, Jenny, she, she drops Jenny off. She just runs into the room. Doesn't even say thank you. She's just. She lives in a fucking mansion. Yeah. And they're having a party, apparently. Dad, he's Alex, he's obsessed with balloons. That's his thing. He's just like, put the balloons there and put those there. And I want a fucking dog balloon thing. And, and the, the mom jeans. It's she, a Macy's Day parade on the front lawn. Right. And. He, Mitch, he obviously is the man. Is the man in charge? So he goes up to him. He's like, "Uh, can you sign this release? Your daughter, she was in. Uh, he's like, daughter. Oh yeah, Jenny. Yeah, how's she doing? Well, she's in the house. Well, oh, that's great, great. Here, here, here. Just here, here's, here's a nice little tip for you. Uh, well, sir, she tried to kill herself. She jumped off a bridge. She cracked her head on the water. I had to save her, he resuscitate just, her. He just looks at her and goes, teenagers, shrugs his shoulders. Oh, yeah. He, he's saying teenagers as he flips off. He's like staring down a uh, uh, Mitch. Did it like that time. That. And uh, he's rolling out a couple more bills, 100 bills. They're crisp, too. Ooh, you know, they're that. fresh from the bank. Shit, I'll take some girl home from the hospital for yeah. a couple hundred. And he's just rolling out the bill. He's like, oh, yeah, cracked skull, right? Tell me when to stop. Tell me when to stop. And Mitch's like, don't you care about your daughter? He's like, wait, who we talk? Her, what's her name? Tyler? Is it Tyler? Jenny. Oh, yeah, Jenny. Yeah, I love her. See ya. So he's just, <laughs> so he's like, I got a balloon thing to organize. Can you just see your way out? So Mitch is like that great, confused, stern look. Furrow on those brows. I love it. And he just walks off. Then we see Jenny just staring out from the window at Mitch. Yeah. Mitch locks eyes with her, and so he's distracted for a second. He bumps into, like, a waiter or a balloon man, and he takes that $485. I counted it. Counted it. And he stuffs it into the balloon guy's pocket because he's not going to take that dirty money. So he goes back to uh, Buchanan 
detective agency, Six Killer Enterprises. I don't know. Six Killer Enterprises. He's right next to Six Killer Enterprises, and he's got his Lady Ryan, who's her, his computer whiz. His his the griff to, to mine to yeah. me, you know, <laughs> the griff to mine <laughs> to my. And he's like, I need a background check on these. And she's like, No problem. I got everything. Wow! And apparently, these people were dirt broke at one time, and they won the lottery. Not Dude. once, Mitch. Not twice, Mitch. Three fucking times in a row, Mitch. And the first ticket they found on the fucking streets. And Mitch is sitting there. He's sipping on coffee. He's trying to block his eyes so no one can tell how, how like. He's got to hide his facial expressions because they're too powerful, you know? Everything about Hasselhoff is exactly. too powerful. Hoff. Well, he's also laying on the ground eating a hamburger, too. <laughs> and he's like, mm, that sounds good. Just dribbling shit everywhere. There's shredded lettuce and Do you shit. mean people find winning lottery tickets on the ground? And he's like, note to self. Scour the grounds for lottery he's like, tickets. I bet they got a system, is what he said. Oh, they probably <laughs> I do. Get, I get stuck by those assholes at the gas station all well, the time. Ryan, what about this Jenny girl? The funniest thing. She was recently adopted by that family. And then he's like, what? And again, the glasses just shatter at that point because his <laughs> expression is too strong. And he's like, look, I got to look. In, can You need, Ryan, call in a deep background check. Not as a normal one. We need a deep one. Go balls <laughs> deep on her background. And so Mitch leaves. And th- this is the core dumb scene we're talking about. <laughs> Ryan just gets on her phone. You hear her. They do the dial. She calls, to- she's calling the dark web. You hear her. <laughs> you hear her dial a number. And Mari, I'm also autistic, so I counted it. She dials 18 numbers. It sounds like a fight. If you want to get bomb. a core dump, it's 18. It sounds like a, a, a fucking, uh, you know, the text from uh, Mike Tyson's punch out. That's what it sounded like. And she calls it and this guy answers like, what do you want? Well, I, I, I want information. I want, do you want can the- you give me some like private information that no one's supposed to look up? Like about adoption agencies and shit. Can you just break in there and give me that deep background core dump? Uh, yep. Do you want the sheets too? <laughs> I can give you the sheets. The sheets are extra five dollars. I don't need the sheets. Just give me the core dump. Yeah. Just uh oh no, I don't want a floppy disk. Just core dump it into my machine locally here over here. <laughs> yeah. AOL. Like, like, yeah, that's the thing. If we, if we had internet, it was the slowest fucking shit possible back then. I mean, these would be basic ass files, so it'd be yeah. small. <laughs> So I'll give them that. But okay. still, the fact that core dump is term- this is No, okay. See, this is what I love about this is they did not do any research. They were just like, what sounds yeah, I wrote this episode. So I'm like, <laughs> core dump sounds like it. Something. I think the last time we did, uh, we did a Baywatch Nights, we were also complaining about their tech talk. I think well, I'm sure that- it was awful, yeah. So Mick, he, Mitch describes <laughs> Mick. He's like, oh, I, go, I guess I'm going to go back over to Jenny's. Well, I think what happened was the McDonald's is right before, you know, that bridge. And so he's, he's like, I haven't had McGriddle in six hours. Exactly. So he's like, I- as luck would have it, he's got to go over the same bridge to get to this McDonald's because they make it the perfect way. <laughs> They don't give you like because they make them fresh. Because some of those McDonald's, they're just you know they've been sitting in there for fucking like ten, well, twenty minutes. It's not like Chick Fil A, Murray, which are finally making its way to Michigan, where it's like you know they care. Okay, right. they McDonald's care. they lost their smile. They McDon- don't care. 
my god! And you did so not slide that in there, you so, did not slide that in like That's how you do it. That is how you do it, dude. And he notices Jenny's on the bridge, the one bridge he has to take, the same bridge that he just rescued her not six hours earlier. Yeah. Yep. So here she is getting ready to dive again. And he's like, Jenny! Figure out another way to kill yourself. Come on, girl. I caught you again. So he leans over. He throws his door open. He's like, come on. We're going to go to McDonald's. Get you my griddle again. You liked it the last. She she did the. That actually makes her come out of her fog. She's like, my griddle? I, and then she's like a, a normal child again. You're yeah. like, what's going on? She hops in the car. She's like, did you see my shoes? I got new saddles. Wait, I don't know girl shoes. Saddles? Saddle shoes are, no. Those are like 1950s shoes. Oh, okay. Maybe she's safe, She got some fresh white Reeboks. She got some F-R-dubs. <laughs> and he's like, F- he's like, you're staying with me because I can't trust those parents. Yeah, I like this. This is. Private detectives could just be like, you're in danger. I'm bringing yeah. you home with me. Well, if you care, you do. I don't think this would work nowadays. So he calls up Ryan to get news on that core dump. And while that's going on, he know- he hears some shit coming from the kitchen. Noise. Okay. Yeah, Murray, this is the middle of the night, by the way. This is two in the morning. Ryan. <laughs> He's making a McGriddle run. <laughs> He's like, it's been another six hours. Every six hours, Mitch just has to have a McGriddle or he'll die. So, Ryan is still in the office with this cord up. Well, this is fucking dial-up, dude. You remember that? It take, take five hours to download a picture. So a core dump, that's got to be at least a couple days. So Ryan just so happens to still be at the office. They're having a nice little friendly chat. And then you hear flip. A flip. You hear a flip noise. And I was like, what the fuck? It's not like someone flipped a pancake. And so Mitch. She's, hits- because she's trying to make a, a homemade McGriddle for Mitch. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, she, and he comes in. He's like, what's going on? R- Ryan, McGriddle anyone? Ryan, I need to call you back. I think someone <laughs> broke into my house. Because I don't cook. I just go to McDonald's every meal. <laughs> Walks in. She's like, anybody want some McGriddles? And she's just got this whole thing laid out. She's got, and he's like, how did she know I like McGriddles? She's got a candlelit table all right. ready for them. And here's the creepy part. The teddy bear has got a high chair sitting right at the table. Right. And she's like, you like Tabasco on those McGriddles, don't you? She's like, how does she know? Extra hot. You, the egg patty? You like that Western style. Because I know you've only had five McGriddles today, so I know you're <laughs> hungry. And he's just like, he does that, that staring off into space, yeah. crinkling his brow. And he's always angry because, again, the McGriddle does not come with the Western omelet egg People, pate. You can't make a whole, you know... It's like when you're like you wanted a Big Mac. Your mom's like, "I'll make you a Big Mac," and it's some shit. You're like, I don't. This isn't a Big Mac. And you throw it in your mom's face and spit on her. That's the same scenario. All right, but you again, can't make a homemade McGriddle. You can't. But I'm trying to point out that Mitch's dream McGriddle has the Western omelet egg patty. Right. And he's gone. Isn't to that Mc- everyone's dream exactly. McGriddle? And he's gone to every McDonald's, even though he goes there every six hours, do the same one and ask for the same Western omelet, egg McGriddle, patty thing. They always refuse. So she knows the key to his heart. And so she makes right. it. She's like, isn't it the Western egg McPatty with extra Tabasco sauce? And you just see his knees buckle. This is a new buckle, too. It's like, dude. <laughs> I saw I saw a new face. It was only for like one sixtieth of a second, but I saw a new face. But 
But in the back of his mind, because this isn't the first rodeo supernatural thing. So he's like, something is wrong. So he's worried. And she's like, Mitch, take a seat. And he sees that teddy bear. Yeah. And he's like getting creeped out. And, and he, he's, he's, again, you said it. He's you, here, Murray, here's the thing. He's used to riding waves, choppy waves, soft waves, hard waves. Anyways. Literally and figuratively. Yes. Right. And so he's feeling waves, waves. Right. And he's like, I'll, I catch this wave. And he's hanging 10. He's like, I'm going to go sit at the table. Girl, you cook a mean omelet. And he goes and has a seat. seat and he's like, hey, Teddy here. Terrible conversationalist. Why don't you come sit down with me? And then he excuses himself to make a call. And just as he does that, we see Jenny's eyes glow red. And we're like, holy shit. Because we don't know anything that's going on. We just think yeah. this is a, do- uh, a girl that's awful parents. We don't yeah. know there's anything. And she's just like, Mitch, uh, no phone calls before you eat this sandwich. All right? We're going to have a nice little dinner together. Breakfast? Brunch? What it's everything. It? That's what the McGriddle is a universal meal. <laughs> it's a universal <laughs> meal. Let's cut back to Ryan. Oh, yeah. Commercial break. Fade in. We we meet a character named Teague. I don't know if he's a regular because we've only seen two episodes we've of this show. We've seen two. We've seen two. But he is an expert demonologist, at least for this episode he is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he breaks down some QAnon level devil deeds. He's mm. just like... They fucking suck the blood of babies, lizard people. He's Adrenochrome. Just, he's just spewing it out. He's like Hillary Clinton, the fucking Clintons. Yes, this is this is easily the early nineties. So of course the Clintons are in they, power. They do a lock him up chant. Oh shit, this is getting some crazy. And shit. then keep he, in mind, we've only seen two episodes, so we're gonna extrapolate and and like. Uh, guess what they're talking about? Because they, they do make a reference to a previous episode. They do. Where Ryan apparently did some ritual. That she found a powerful book and did some rituals. And, and we, do, we do see the book, and there's lots of tabs in it. Like, she's been reading it hardcore. And we, we get the idea that she released some demons, maybe. And maybe these demons are the demons that are plaguing Jenny. And these are sailor demons, of course. Or the, the sailors were so... It, it comes well, back we learned to that people used a spell... People S- to it, make, get rich. It was sailors, though. Yes. Murray! Sailors! <laughs> okay, I don't... I gotta make sure to get Well, of course, you gotta tie right? it in with the life of the beach and all that yeah. shit. Yeah, oh, exactly. I forgot about the beach. Everything happens on the beach here. And the docks. Oh, the docks. And so, right, so the... One of the uh, rituals in this book was to get wealthy. You would make a deal with a demon. Some, I. It's very foggy and what because he, he he. Oh, I like what you did there. Foggy. I, I didn't even purposely do that. That's how good I am. And Teague drops something where he's like, "You need an orphan child, apparently." Yes. And these children have powers guys we've studied this for hours and we're still not even clear on it you know we're have, lost at sea here these, nice one. <laughs> these children have telekinetic powers they precogs precogs it's basically the the inspiration for the new mutants movie we saw last week it absolutely they, they, and they're using these children because apparently demons like to go into these children i'm you're gonna have to trust us that's what's going on. Yeah. Teague, if you don't believe us, talk to Teague because he has all the fucking deeds. So what we're okay. The TLDR of this is somehow a demon has been released. 
and it has inherited Jenny's body because a sailor inherited wanted money. <laughs> inherited? Inhabited her body. Inhabited. Thank, Murray, thank you. <laughs> well, yeah. You know? So what happens when you masturbate while you're doing this show. I you, thought you were jerking. I saw you jerking. I figured I'd jerk. No, that's what I'm saying. You need to. Oh. You need, it's, first of all, you need, it's called tubing. <laughs> all right? You need to. But we're not on Zoom. Next best thing. <laughs> all right. Enough of our jerk-off talk. <laughs> oh. Where were we at? So, so, so Ryan, again, she's in, she's thumbing through that book I was mentioning. Leatherbound, tabs everywhere. Leatherbound, it's made from human skin. It's the book from Evil Dead. It's oh the Necronomicon. God, it, was. it was gasping for air. And just said, please, take your knee off me, lady. That was too political. I don't like that joke. I take that joke back, everybody. I don't like it. I take it back. We I just got it. We, we weren't stalling at all. Uh, so, I just take it back. So, yeah, Ryan, she's just like, God, I can just imagine when I use the book, that feeling of power, I wanted to just fucking become evil. This is some serious shit. We got to get old of Mitch. So we go back to Mitch, and again, he's just... He's There's se- a lot... Remember... This is a TV episode, so there's a lot of shit you got to fit in 42 minutes. So there's a lot yeah. of back and forth, back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. And we're doing a fucking amazing job. We're on, like, the waves. We're predictable. Waves are not predictable. Uh, water just don't give a damn. So while you're hearing Ryan and Teague spew out the deets, we're getting this horrifying scenario with Mitch and Jenny. This is a dinner date from hell. First of all, we don't even know what uh, what meal this is. This isn't Taco Bell's fourth meal. This is some kind of eighth meal. You know what this is? Six point six 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 meal, the devil's meal, the big griddle in the middle that's of the how, night. That's how much a big griddle costs six thousand sixty six. It is. I have gone it many times. And we also got the fucking renegade conundrum. This chick's into me, but she's a child. I don't know. Oh yeah. Okay, we just covered this on Renegade uh, a week ago. A right. week ago. So it, it's all kinds of confusion. Mitch is slapping himself. He's like, no, just, just. Put her in your son's room so you're completely unattracted to her. Because that's, right. what, that's what it does. It, it, it is a boner killer when you see a picture of your son while you're banging it. Exactly. Chair. And he puts pictures of his kids everywhere for this well, reason. Well, they're also, he's in them. Did you notice that? Every I picture did. he has, he's in it. And also some other dead woman. But yes. we might get to that later. So he, he takes Jenny into the room. And he's like, look, I know you've been up on the block. Let's get in the bed. Let's lay you down. Let's tuck you in. Let's have a good night's sleep. And, you know, it, he reads her a story. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's really nice. It's touching. So we cut back to Teague. He's like, look, I have this theory. Jenny is fighting this power. But Mitch, you know what incredible willpower Mitch has. That's got to be alluring to this demon because this demon likes it rough and ready. <laughs> and he probably wants he – like, he likes to toy with people. And when, and when he can't control them – because did I mention that all those other nor- orphaned precogs that we talked about – None of them are dead yeah. because they gave in. And these are all in their beach community. These yes. are all local. Right. This is crazy shit. They, they, they gave in. They didn't fight. Jenny's fighting, and it's pissing off the demon, yet it's also turning him on. Yeah. It's, like, it's oh. almost like trash from Return of the Living Dead. She was horrified by old men gnawing on her, yet it made her want to strip naked. Yes. This is interesting. So she, the, uh, clearly— So it's uh, like, we got to get Mitch because he— Obviously, you see Mitch, you want to get into him. Murray, I think what we're leading to here is uh, we just need to figure out what this demon safe word is. Because as soon as we yell it out, the demon's like, oh, you got me, guys. I'll be out of here now. All they know, all I know is, is that we have to warn Mitch because this demon wants to get balls deep into him. Yeah. And 
we don't want that to happen because he, he's got a hell of a willpower, but who knows if even he can withstand the power of a demon. So, so Mitch, he's, he's, he's taking a little cat nap. He's, well, I mean, he's got the thing it. set for the six hours when he needs his griddle. Well, Murray, he, wo- he woke up unexpectedly, so it's already at three hours. He's getting McGriddle crumbs all on him, <laughs> all in his chest hair. And he hears, and then straight out of the exorcist, he's hearing all these noises. Mitch, don't leave me, Mitch. So he goes in and peeps in on Jenny. Door's still open here. So he peeps in, and she's sound asleep. So he's like, it's just the McGriddles talking. He knows those calories. You those... Can get. I've had many a McGriddle nightmare. <laughs> I haven't had a McGriddle. I've had many McGriddle nightmares. I've had, I didn't say I ever had a McGriddle. I said I've had many McGriddle nightmares. I never said once I ate a McGriddle. I didn't you get McGriddle nightmares without eating a McGriddle. I don't get this. But like, much like the, the fucking uh, superficial knowledge of this uh, TV show, it doesn't need to be explained. Yeah, he... He goes, okay, everything's cool, and then all of a sudden everything's not cool. The door all of a sudden locks itself. Yeah, it calls out to him again, so he turns around, and the door's closed, and the knob starts, like, frosting over? Right. Yeah, that was weird. So he's like, holy shit. It was a good effect, though. I will give him that. It was a good effect. And so he touches the door. It's cold. He's like, oh. Great acting. He, do- he does a different face into the camera because they did a close-up like, on him. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, my he, God. Yeah, I, don't think he, I think he didn't need to say burr, but he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. They didn't have, <laughs> need to have audio. Holds himself and shakes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, really selling it. <laughs> oh. And then, like like a, like a Frank Poncharello kicks that door in because he's got to save this girl. Oh, yeah. And he goes, he looks off to the demon and goes... Live and learn, hot dog. Rushes in. We see the bed. It's every cliche from the Exorcist. The bed's floating. She's just like, she's there. Eyes are glowing. All that bullshit. Yeah. and uh, Toys are flying at him. At this point, Jenny is completely possessed by this devil demon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name it Moloch. Moloch. I like it. So Moloch gets right in Mitch's face. Right up in his McGriddle. Right <laughs> Right up in the McGriddle, and she's like, oh, I smell that savory sausage. Are you having fun, Mitch? Do you like how I'm doing? And, of course, she's playing on the emotions of his dead child. No, his child's alive, as far as I know. I don't know. I, I don't know, but she's, I think she's, he he just cares about this kid. He, he's in, he doesn't need like some dead family is, member. The thing is, the kids' toys are all from uh, they're like five year old toys. <laughs> right. So that leads Maybe you to believe she brought them all. I don't know. I I don't know. But he's like trying to reach her. Jenny. I know you're in there. I'm not. The devil's just pissed off and just fucking burns his nice new guest t-shirt with a pop or arm or handprint i love this because they do a close-up and it's one handprint it looks like you know a child drawing a turkey the right. turkey figure yeah. with their hand and then they cut away and it's like this sausagey giant short stubby finger well, turkey sausage-y. on the hand it's, it's, yeah she throws <laughs> flaming hot griddle on his fucking chest <laughs> i realized that <laughs> that sausage what this was turning what? into Fucking Christ. I want some fucking free McGriddles from McDonald's for all this advertising we're doing. So in 20 minutes when we wrap this episode, you know where me and Murray are going. (laughs) McDonald's serves breakfast all day now. Oh, now they do? Great. Yes, they do. So then she gets tired of fucking all Mitch, and she's like, Mitch, get the fuck out. Walk! And she just (laughs) flings a fucking glass of beer at him. As he's walking, he hears, because she can also talk into his mind brains, you know? And she's withering around in there, just, Mitch, 
Don't you try to leave the house. Something bad will happen. Wow, that was scary. I know. But Mitch, <laughs> Mitch follows his own fucking road. He's like, I'm leaving. And then fire just fucking blows up in the doorway. And he's like, I guess I'm not leaving. A nice little whiplash of fire hits him right in the face. He's like, fine, I'll look at my yearbook. Opens it up, and another whip of fire hits him in the face. This bitch has got everything. Then the fuck, to add insult to injury, the teddy bear starts floating towards Mitch and just blows up in his face. Oh, shit, that was crazy. That was crazy. And then Mitch, he's like, that's all I can stand, and I can't, can't stand no, no more. more and it shakes the shit out of that little girl. I love that song, like, by the way. Shake! Shake! Shake that devil out! He shimmy shakes her. Yeah, he does. And he shimmy slides her. And he's like, you motherfucker, come into me! Straight out of the exorcist, we've seen this. This is a little too weird, but yeah, go on. This is, I, I believe this is what Rudy was saying in uh, that Borat movie. Yeah, exactly. Come into me. Wow, Rudy's, I didn't know Rudy's into that shit. Come into him? Yeah. Well, the demon <laughs> takes the offer up and in, inhabits... Inherits, as Griff would say, inhabits <laughs> Thank you. Mitch. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Commercial break. Oh. What the fuck? I had, to, I had to take a break. Bro, I had to take a break. I had a, I had a grill. We, we did so much here. Let's just go ahead and take a break. So let's – Murray, you know what? Something we never do. We never recap the plot. Let's recap the plot right now. <laughs> Girl tried to kill herself. Right. Failed. Mitch tried to learn about it. Failed. She went back and tried to kill herself again. Core dump failed. Yep. Or was that a success? I don't know. Core dump might, might have failed. Mitch gets inherited by a devil. Carry Inhabited on. by a devil. God damn it, I did it again. That's okay. So we got devil, Mitch. Ryan and Teague, they're, they're like, we got to fucking save Mitch. We got to go check out what's going on. Because we learned all the other precog children died. I thought they lived, but apparently they died, according to our notes. So they're like, but we can't let the demon know we're coming, all right? <laughs> so we got to play it cool. Yeah. We're going to act like it's a normal, everyday interaction. We're going we're gonna to bring the McGriddle so he knows he's, <laughs> he's, he's calmed down. That might, that might make Mitch fight the demon. He's right. using McGriddles because everybody knows demons hate McGriddles. All right. And of they course, go to Burger King. Ryan has walked in on... Uh, Mitch a few too many times. Well, let's just do it. It's doing unsavory activities. So she tubing. Gives, she <laughs> yes, Marie. He's tubing. So she always calls ahead of time. That's nice. That's very nice of her. Yeah. Well, it's respectful for sure. Right. So she she goes ahead and phones it in. Call this is big this phone. is only a thirteen digit phone number. Again, I counted the numbers, and she calls Long it up. Bling 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 bling. Go straight to the end. We need to see that big. Hey! You see that brick cell phone to sit there on the table? Yeah. Nobody's hovers. picking it up. Nice, vo- nice, nice voicemail. Hey, it's Mitch. What's up? Speak to me. No, I'm kidding. This is voicemail. You're a dummy. I love that. I, it's best I actually have that. Not me saying it, but Mitch saying it yeah. on my voicemail. I know. I hate it because you never answer my calls. And she's like, time for the taser. Grabs that taser. Because she doesn't want to kill Mitch, but she might have to fuck him up. Yeah, Teague is worried. He's like, isn't that a little bit of police brutality? She's like, police like, brutality? We're detectives. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. You ever seen a movie before? We're off the grid, buddy. Oh. All right, so we go back to the house. 
and we got Mitch. Do they and, bump into Jenny? Oh, you know what? Jenny shows up at the office. Oh, I don't remember I that. How does Jenny know where this office is? She she, she called eight six seven five three zero nine. That must have been it. That's so Jenny. Number. When when Teague and Ryan gets get ready to leave, they open the door. Jenny's waiting there. That's right. And she's there with her teddy. She's like, "Hey, I brought you guys some McGriddles, and also it we did- point out once again, she's like fifteen. Why does she have a fucking teddy bear? Yeah, it didn't want me anymore." My friend, the dark, the dark person within me, going through her Dexter vibe now, trying, trying to. Oh, I thought that was like failing some, at some it. Some metaphor for periods. or something. No, I'm failing at it. It's supposed to be dark passenger is what he always called it. So they go to Mitch's. He's got fucking all the candles lit. Oh yeah, he's going full Steve Jobs at this point. He's doing a presser about you know the yeah, next. He does iPhone. have the fucking black mock turtleneck and the black pants hiding that gut. He's getting ready for a TED talk. Yep. And he's got the mood lighting. He's in a nice, like, meditating pose. Got his legs crossed over. He's sitting crisscross applesauce. Levitating, of course. Yes, yes. Door yes. slams behind Teague and Ryan. Ryan's like, this is a rotten smell. And it's, you know, I'm assuming it's a Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle that he's got burning. But I don't know. I've never smelled men in Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. So I don't know. But fucking. Fuck, fucking Steve Jobs here. They say Christ. Steve Jobs. Mitch is sweating like a horn church. I don't. He's like, I don't know. if This is just naturally off, or it's supposed to symbolize something. But he's sweating like a fucking pig. I I don't know. I don't know. And the he he just dares Teague to call out that devil. Yeah, he knows Teague. Again, the, we're unfamiliar with the show because we've watched two episodes of right. the real season of Baywatch Nights. So. Apparently, Teague, we're going to assume Teague is a demonologist. Again, the whole season's supposed to be supernatural, so they must go to Teague quite a bit. But, or, or not. We don't know. I, nor yeah. do we care. Nor do we care. I could care less if Teague lives or dies in this episode, to be honest with you. So... There, you know, Ryan senses this tension, and she's just like, no, 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 no. I'm stepping in here. I'm going to go ahead and demon explain for y'all. But, no, the demon doesn't want to listen to a white woman. He's like, sit your bitch ass down, honky. Karen, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then his eyes are glowing red, and like, holy fuck. What is going on? He, he levitates a chair over and makes them both sit down. It's getting real here. So, Ryan, we go to a commercial break. Right. We come back. Ryan is pleading with Mitch, but the demon, he doesn't want anything to do with this. And so, you know what he does, Murray? He all chokes. Well, first, he throws the bag of McGrills on the floor. He's like, I don't want that shit. So he, now they know something's wrong. Well, you know that's because not Mitch in there never now. gives up a McGriddle. Oh, ever. my God. They, they, they should definitely probably... wouldn't throw it on the floor. He put it in the, like, the refrigerator for later. Oh, yeah. If they would have put that shit in the microwave. <laughs> And somehow broke the window out so it's still run and emanate fumes and everything. Like, that would have brought him right Oh, that too. vagina candle's that, overpowering every smell <laughs> in that fucking house. That would have been smelling salts if not for the vagina candle. So, <laughs> so, so yes. we're adding that to the He does note. his best. It's what I do. He does his best Undertaker impression. Decides to double choke slam both Teague and Ryan. I want to say they sell the choke slam better than anyone I've ever seen in AEW sell a choke slam because they do the faces. They both go <gasps> like like they're literally being choked. Yeah, it's great. And Ryan's like, I'm not going. I'm not going to fucking uh, sell this. So she grabs, pulls oh, out no. the taser. No, Murray. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let me go ahead and paint this up for us. I'm going to paint up this beautiful portrait okay. for us because he gets them both in the choke slam. 
And he starts lifting him slowly off the ground. And then Murray, God damn it. I was about to say Hugh Hefner. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch Buchanan. Mitch Buchanan delivers this beautiful promo. The time has come for the contract to be fulfilled. The demon must be paid. Blood must be spilled. Have you ever admitted to yourself that you're so human you're scared of death? And Ryan, my sweet selfless little creature, have you ever danced with the demon of death? What? 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 You are Mitch? You are Mitch? To you? And you? This is where Ryan just like hearing I'll, that would make me want to pull out a taser. Yeah, she's not gonna deal with this shit. She so she gets that taser out and she's like zap zap motherfucker, and he collapses. Apparently, even demons can't handle a tase. Yep, and they tie him up to a chair and he breaks right out immediately. Well, yeah, I mean they barely even nodded yeah, it, so yeah. they didn't go to Boy Scouts. That's right. And she just fight it, Mitch. Come on, I know you can. And he just starts choking her. That's his move, the chokes him. He's like, I'm going to do this choke slam. But this time, he is choking her in front of the fireplace right. where there's a big, beautiful mantle with big, beautiful pictures. Of Mitch everywhere. <laughs> Except, and there's one with a kid. We're assuming it's his son. In the background. And that's enough. And then, he, and then they zoom in on a picture of a woman. If we watch Baywatch, we know who she is. But apparently, she was his wife who died somehow. Yes. <laughs> and I, I it was kind of cheap. I thought it was cheesy that the only picture he had of her was in her Baywatch swimsuit. I think he could have had another picture of her. The other weird thing is the picture to the right of that picture was him with his son, and he has a fucking sleeper hold on his son. <laughs> he loves wrestling. Bro. And you can tell because they do perfect lighting on it that his son is turning purple. And while that's that fucking wrestling match of emotions is happening... You just hear it for Ryan, fight it! No retreat! No surrender! And these, that- oh, these emotions. It's waves. It is a tsunami. And you know what? Mitch believes in every wave, but not a tsunami wave. So he's he's like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Apparently, and apparently he lives right next to this fucking bridge that we've seen two times earlier. <laughs> and it's, it's called Suicide Bridge, apparently, because he just <laughs> runs out in front of a semi. Yep. Gets hit. Yep. I love, this is like classic in movies. Anytime like a semi hits someone, they just keep on driving. They never stop. And he, that's what this guy does. He just takes off. He did? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice that. Mitch I goes fucking flying. And uh, we just follow his corpse as it ascends into another well, we see uh, this existence. Light, yeah. And he's he's ready. He's he's ready to meet his maker. He's he's it's ready. But before he even gets off the ground. Somebody comes down to to Earth yeah. for him. Yeah, if, and if we watched Baywatch, we'd know who this woman is. Uh, at least. We're assuming it's his wife, Stephanie. Yes. Because she says, hi, I'm your wife, Stephanie. <laughs> I'm coming down from heaven. I like that. <laughs> we're, we're not idiots because we didn't understand Baywatch lore. They're like, hey, I'm your wife. Stephanie. <laughs> the best part, though, is she's coming out from heaven in a Baywatch swimsuit. Suit. Like, he will not remember me, his <laughs> wife, if I'm not wearing the Baywatch uniform. And she's just like, Mitch, you've done all. You've saved so many lives. It's time for us. It's time to be up in heaven with me. And he's just like, he's doing that crunching. His, really? Have I? 
And we're actually seeing in the background, uh, Teague, Teague and Ryan are behind him, and they're trying to resuscitate him. Like, they're, Live, damn it, punching his fucking heart. Yeah, Ryan all. never did the like CPR training or anything, so <laughs> no. she is literally... She's a, she's a computer geek. It, 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 that's true. That's true. And then just and he's about ready to go. Yeah, yeah. She he's like Steph. I've been waiting for this all my life. I've been waiting it back with you. So yeah, take me up. And she's like, mm, uh, on second thought, your breast smells like griddles. And, and she's like, yeah, I've, I've actually I've met somebody while I was in heaven. I see you got that flat tire going there again. Take it easy on the McGriddles. And so she's like, don't worry, you're gonna have massive coronary from those McGriddles <laughs> in six months. Yeah. So enjoy this next six months. Oh, and Mitch, I love you. As she's fading away into particles, I like that. It was a good and then touch. one last time, Ryan's like, "Damn you, live!" Punches his shit. <gasps> comes to, and he's like, "I need a cup of coffee." <laughs> what? Anna <laughs> You know what? That's his code. Anna McGriddle he, to wash down the coffee. He, he's he's embarrassed. He knows. Well, he's he did got... fart when he came back to life. I mean, that's <laughs> well, embarrassing. No, well, that's it's just almost natural. bad as tubing. That's net. Oh, Jesus Christ, we're going back to tubing. But no, that's like a drug addict. You know, they don't want to admit to it, so they use some other what? playful way to say. Are you like, saying he's addicted to McGriddles? Yes! Okay. He has his own fucking day set to McGriddle time, Murray. Four McGriddles a day is not an addiction, all right? So while that's going on, we see a really, a really badly shot scene of uh, Jenny's parents. Like, we're seeing a POV of the demon. This comes... Okay, I'm sorry. This comes out of nowhere. Well, they got to wrap it up. They only have, like, two minutes left. So somehow the parents are on the bridge. <laughs> There's because somewhere. I don't know. There's, it was the bridge. It was the bridge. It was the bridge. Apparently, they must have rented this bridge, and they're like, we're going to use it. Yes. We can. So they're somehow on the bridge, and they're standing Are you up. sure it wasn't another bridge? No, it was this bridge. Okay. And so they're standing there all by himself with a spotlight on him, and they're yelling up to the heavens, and a demon voice is talking down to him. Is, but is this – where Where did the demon go? Did it go into the truck driver? Maybe that's why he drove off. I have no idea. I, I don't know. know. This is I don't know how this works. <laughs> we need to talk to T. <laughs> we need to talk to T. So yes, the parents are incinerated by Satan. Yep, they didn't hold up their end of the bargain. There's a deal with the devil, apparently. To give them a child that's not even theirs. I have no idea. I don't know, it's very confusing. I have no idea. <sighs> Anyways, uh, so next day, all of his friends are over in his house. They're drinking coffee. He's scarfing down on McRiddles. And he's like, man, Ryan, I got to tell you, there was the weirdest thing. Apparently, they're close friends or whatever, but he never told her he was married a couple years ago. Because maybe he's working on it. Maybe she mentioned she'd never date a guy who's married. I don't know. I think he's definitely macking on that. All right. Big Mac and Anna. Oh, she she gave him his wife gave him a pass from heaven. So. She did. She really did. So Mitch tells her all about the near death experience, and she's like, "Wow, you never told me any of this. All I know about you is McGriddles and black coffee. <laughs> Seriously, what the fuck?" But uh, amongst all this, I know he's jogging so much. Man, <laughs> that's a lot of calories. Amongst all this confusion, that's just the easier way to get into McDonald's. Jenny, too. Jenny, where's I, what's what's gonna happen to Jenny? She has no family. Is she into like foster care? She's had a miserable life. Maybe her. Albrecht will take her in. I don't know, <laughs> but she's just like, hey, Mitch, get a little present for you. Pulls that teddy bear from behind her back. 
And she's like, here's a teddy of your own, Mitch. And he's like, yeah, this thing just blew up in my face like three hours ago. Yeah, I'm I not think I want this. a fucking teddy bear. Throws it back in her face. And then we get a nice little zoom in on that, that lovely picture of Stephanie on the mantle. And then cut to credits. Oh, my goodness. Guys, I hope you're looking forward to the rest of this Schlocktober. A lot of good shit happening here. Good shit, pal. Good shit, pal, indeed. But, uh, Murray, I think that'll close up this case. Right. We solved another case with Baywatch Nights. Right. We have no idea the nature of this supernatural being. No. How did it talk to us? How did it inherit pe- inhabit people? <laughs> caught myself that time. I did say inherit first, but I yeah. caught myself afterwards. <laughs> that was, um, this is some interesting, this is some horrible sci-fi <laughs> shit. Yeah. Whatever it well, is. It's supernatural shit. Supernatural, excuse me. Yeah. So I don't know about you, Griff. I think we need to get, we need to go get a McGriddle. Oh my god, I need a McGriddle. Let's do that. Everybody, go out and get a McGriddle. Think about us while you're 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 chowing <laughs> down on Actually, Murray, uh we got a deal with McDonald's right now where you just say Golden Globe is theater right. sent you <laughs> and you get the McGriddle for free. You heard it here first, folks. Do that. Yep. It's, it's on us. It's on us. We paid for four billion because we have that many listeners. So all across the world, just go say it's on Golden Globes Theater. All right. Bon appetit. <laughs> <laughs>